guys, welcome to Speckled, a beauty podcast that explores the science behind the beauty industry by looking at what's actually inside our products. Each episode, we're going to explore a different trending ingredient by talking to industry professionals and getting their expert advice. I'm your host, Jen Anderson. and welcome back to Speckled. Um, Today's episode is going to be about superfoods. There are so many amazing superfoods that I could not boil it down to just looking at one in particular. Um, And I was actually inspired by Graydon Skincare for this episode. Um, So I'm really excited. We're going to be interviewing Graydon and getting the 411 on all superfoods. But before we dive into our interview, I want to give you a little bit of background on superfoods. Many of you might know superfoods from all of the labels and all of the ads that you see for health foods, but um, it's not limited to just that anymore. I think more often than not, we're seeing things popping up that are uh, superfood-based skincare, and that's what I'm really interested in for today. So superfoods have been rising to popularity in the past couple years. In fact, I found a study from Mintel that shows that between 2011 and 2015, there was a 202 percent, 202, that's insane, increase globally in the number of new food and drink products that contain the words superfood, superfruit, and supergrain. So basically in the past four years, it's skyrocketed, but it's not only in foods and drinks and all of that. It's also in beauty and skincare. In fact, one out of three of the products that they found with the words superfood, superfruit, and supergrain were all in the beauty and health industry. So that's huge. It's trending, it's popular, and it's all over the place. And honestly, that could probably be due to the rise of people trying to be healthier and more conscious about what they're putting in their bodies and how much they're exercising. I think that in the past couple of years, really, and I also believe it might be due to the fact that there are so many bloggers and Instagram accounts and athleisure companies um, that really the ideal body and the ideal health is really a goal right now. Um, And I'm not saying that like there's a perfect body type out there because trust me, I don't believe in that at all. I'm very Bopo body positive. However, I do believe that a lot of us are trying to be healthier and me included. Um, And there was a study that was recent done by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention that said that less than 15% of adults eat enough fruits to meet the federal recommendations. And even in some states, that can dip below 7%. And that's scary. That means that there are people out there who are not eating healthy enough at all by any means. So I think that the trendiness of of these superfoods really is due to the fact that people are trying to be healthier because we don't want to be part of that 7% or that 15%. We want to be healthier. But of course, with all trending ingredients, there has been some controversy. And I think that it's important to note that superfoods have had their fair share of controversy. Um, Particularly, I think a lot of people worry about the fact that the labeling of superfoods can be overhyping certain foods. It's seen as if these certain specific foods like kale and acai are way more healthy than other vegetables like as if kale is so much better than carrots that you shouldn't even eat them at all um consumer reports took a little bit of a closer look at this and um an a health editor from consumer reports trisha calvo said that sometimes the claims of superfoods are overblown um she says in some cases overdoing it on Things like apple cider vinegar can actually be damaging to your body. So I think people see these foods in unrealistic expectations as if they're going to solve everything. And it's not that way. Yes, it's important to be healthy and to get and to be mindful of what you're putting into your body and putting on your skin. But you also have to make sure that you're not overdoing it and you're being realistic. 
So I was really fascinated going into this episode about finding a definitive list of all superfoods. But here's the thing, and I looked high and low. I searched list of superfoods. I googled, you know, what are all of the superfoods? I am here to tell you there are lists that say 100. There are lists that say 20. There are lists that say 30. There is no definitive list of here are each of the exact superfoods. And it's crazy. So that's like mind-blowing to me that there aren't, you know, 15 superfoods and these are all of the categories and these are their benefits. In some ways, I honestly think that some companies are saying that some foods are superfoods when they're actually not. And so I kind of decided to decompose some of the stats that I was finding and I wanted to share with you uh, sort of a list of all of the superfoods and their benefits for the skin. Now, obviously, it's not all of the superfoods because I there's no list, there's no numbers. This is such a trending and new in, like fascination that the world has that we haven't quite boiled it down to that. But here are some of the ones that we can, we will be going over when we talk with Graydon and also that you should know when you're looking at your ingredient lists and your skincare and your hair care. Um, so according to Allure magazine, for all skin, ginger, chia seeds, and tomatoes are very beneficial. If you have acne, oatmeal, miso, and artichokes, I had no clue that oatmeal was considered a superfood, but apparently it is. If you have oily skin, sweet potatoes and cinnamon. If you have dry skin, avocados and sardines. I have dry skin. I'm all about the avocados, but the sardines, no thank you. If you have wrinkles and fine lines, salmon, egg whites, and quinoa. If you have dark under eye circles, spinach. And if you have dark spots, citrus fruits and bell peppers. And... That's just the tip of the iceberg. Obviously, there are so many other superfood ingredients to consider. There's acai, there's goji berries, pomegranate, teas. There's the dark leafy greens like kale and spinach and the list goes on and on. And so it's really weird that there's no definitive list of what ingredients are superfoods and what aren't and I have to kind of agree with some of the research that there is an overhyping of some foods over others and it's not really fair to overhype some some vegetables and overvalue them um however I want to take a closer look I want to learn more as always I am so interested in what scientifically makes these foods super compared to others and what they can do topically compared to eating them and, you know, putting them in a smoothie. So joining us today is Graydon Moffat. She is the founder of Graydon Skincare. Uh, we actually met in a really funny way. I was doing a skin consultation at Credo Beauty, um, which I love. I've talked about many times before. And uh, Graydon was the person who was giving me a skin consultation, and she was using her own line. Hi, Graydon. Hey. So happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Mm -hmm. Finally, I feel like it's been like almost a month. However, I have tried like everything that you gave me samples of, and I'm so, I love everything. I'm so glad to hear that. Well, we'll have to connect again. I'll be in New York a few times over the next month or two. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I wanted to know, I, I've watched a couple videos from your website and your YouTube channel. And mm-hmm. I, um, so I know a little bit of backstory, but I wanted to know how you personally got your start in beauty. Well, I am definitely an accidental person in the beauty business. This is it's not what I planned to do when I was a little girl. It's not like I decided that I would wanted to have a line of skincare. It's just funny how you look back on the choices that you make at different stages in your life and think of, things have just really culminated into me having this line of skincare. And uh, it makes sense now, looking back, as they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. But I, as I think I told you when, when we met at Credo, it, 
if I had known that I was going to be doing this, then I, I would have taken more sciences in school and that would, you know, chemistry and biology and physics would have been helpful. Um, fortunately, we have some science-y type people who we can work with now um, to make sure our formula formulations are properly done. Um, so I actually got into the beauty business more from my love of food and cooking and holistic health and yoga and a little bit of art and marketing. So <laughs> and all of it. <laughs> it all, like, yeah, it all sort of came together. Um, but I guess long story short, after having lived in Southern California for quite a few years, I moved back to Toronto and this was in the 90s, the very end of the 90s. And Toronto was a little behind LA, which is not surprising. And so the yoga market was just starting to evolve and I had done a lot of yoga in LA and I loved it. It was just my calling. And so instead of continuing working in packaged goods marketing, I was had a contract with Nabisco and Nestle. I decided to get out of that and I was I recently had a baby who's my baby is almost 18 now so that gives He's you no a longer little, a baby <laughs> no no <laughs> whole other world of life at the moment um, but it was a really cool time to transition into the holistic world so I immersed myself into yoga teacher training and quite quickly found myself with a small practice and a following and it was working with people on a hands-on level and doing a lot of body work and energy work that I really had a lot of opportunity to work very intimately, working with oils and mists and creams. And at first I was buying them from cool little health food stores. And then I thought, like, why, why? I should be making these on my own. It's, it's not that different. It was very similar to many of the dishes that I've formulated as a pastry chef. Uh, and also just, and then I got into cooking a lot, it's like super healthy food, like macrobiotic food too. But there was a surprising similarity. So it wasn't that difficult for me to make things like yoga mat sprays and massage oils and even more elaborate things like a proper cream, a balm, a lotion, um, so it, it was very satisfying that I could bring these different aspects of my life together. And it was still very just low key and neighborhoody and doing it in my kitchen and making something custom for somebody who was having a dinner party. But as time went on and I began to feel a little bit tired about teaching so much yoga, I, I, I still love um, yoga and I try to practice it now more than teaching it, but it can actually be really exhausting teaching X number of classes per day, per week. And by that time, married life was not going terribly well. And I realized that I needed to shift my business and create something that was more sustainable, not just for the earth, but just as from my journey as a human being on this planet trying to create a little bit of prosperity in my life and I'm not sure this was the easiest way <laughs> or definitely the easiest choice because it, it's taken a whole lot more you know work and money to launch this line but I think ultimately it will be worth it because now I can start to see that it's growing and that's how I get to meet wonderful people like you, right? Right. Um, and just talk about the the plant-powered world of, of beauty and just how that this whole industry is is changing and really giving mainstream skincare and beauty a real run for its money. I think we can offer just as efficacious products, but that's just so much better for you. And and now with people working digitally, it's it's much easier to come up with stylish brands that are modern and sleek and there's just been so much change in the last five years or so. It's remarkable. Um, so 
Did I answer your question? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you answered like a million of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Um, so when you started first making those beauty products for um, like the yoga mat sprays and uh-huh. the creams, what ingredients were you using? Were you using plant-powered ingredients as well? Well, I've always been, gra- I've always gravitated to things that really come from nature and haven't been overly processed or refined. So whether that's a slice of bread or something I put on my face, it's it's kind of the same difference for me. So with uh, with that, you'll you you might think this is funny. So with the yoga mat sprays, instead of using something nasty and um, chemically oriented um, as a antimicrobial like isopropyl alcohol, I used vodka instead, organic potato vodka made, oh in, made in Canada, <laughs> actually in the, in the prairies. So um, that that's probably not the type of plant-powered ingredient you were thinking of, um, but vodka <laughs> actually is a, is a very, it's a very powerful um, product, especially like a high-proof alcohol. Now, I'm, although you could drink our sprays and mists obviously i wouldn't recommend it um you but yeah you might get a little buzz and uh but yeah totally all clean products so um so i mixed in antimicrobial essential oils such as like a blend that is one of my favorite blends is parsley sage rosemary and thyme now those are obviously Uh all (laughs) <laughs> plant-powered ingredients and the yeah. vodka comes from potatoes and so it is uh it, it's it it's definitely it's it's not hocus pocus marketing every single product really does derive from plant-based foods i just don't want i had somebody who thought that i used like steamed broccoli that i pureed and i was like <laughs> no <laughs> that would be terrible. That would be disgusting. But we use the, but we we get access to the seeds that the plants are growing from, and then we cold press. Or we don't personally do the cold pressing, but we work with people who do. And and so, like for example, broccoli seed oil is just an amazing oil uh, for so many different reasons. And that would be the plant parrot aspect of our green cream or a hair smoothie, that right. type of thing. Yeah. So how do you learn about those ingredients? Is that something that um, like you read about or or are the people on your team constantly researching? Yes and yes. I, I am probably the, the head ingredient anthropologist. I had somebody call me that a few years ago and that <laughs> sort of stuck. The title as a, stuck. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, obviously that's, that's a stretch. Although, you know, probably somewhere in the world there's an ingredient anthropologist for real. But it's just what turns my crank, right? Like you got to have something that really interests you. And I just, um, I'm a bit of a nerd in that respect. Um, don't ask me to like try to fix your cell phone or, you know, like I, everybody has their niche. Like I'm, so I'm not nerdy in that respect, but I'm just nerdy about ingredients. And it's, and it's really the, the correlation between ingredients that you would cook with that you might find in a great cookbook. And then I think about how, what the application is used topically. And I think certainly developing this line with the access to the into the internet has made things tremendously easier if I if I'd had to get to the library like that would that it would that would have been very challenging right um, mm-hmm. um, but there's like there's a huge bioavailability thing like when I think it's a well-known fact that people realize that if you're putting something on your skin that's full of chemicals this is not so good for you it's toxic that's not what we really focus on with a brand that that goes without saying, like, why would you put anything nasty on your skin? But what people are sort of beginning to realize is the corollary of that is if you put really good stuff on your skin that your skin recognizes as food, like the absorption is really palpable and the bioavailability is is amazing. So I really kind of look at the line, the products that we've made we make as like, literally like food, like vitamins for your skin. And so you're feeding your skin and your, your body in general from the outside in as opposed to the inside out. And uh, so sometimes I, th- I think to myself like, 
what is my skin hungry for this morning? <laughs> we, we don't think of our, our skin as having a, a life of its own, but it does. It has so much personality and it sends us so many messages. And, and we don't realize that our skin is talking to us all the time. So sometimes if you have a chronic condition like psoriasis, acne, rosacea, eczema, dermatitis, like there's just a billion of them. It, it's really like your skin is sending you an email saying, help me, this is out of balance. Feed me the foods that I need to, to be well and balanced. And our bodies really like it when our skin is well and balanced because probably an obvious thing to say out loud, but it, our skin is our largest organ. And we just, if you start prioritizing it as much as you would prioritize your heart or your colon or it, 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 it's just a huge strategy, not just for outward beauty, but just for your overall health. It's yeah. So I think it's very different the way I'm coming to this. It's very holistically based as opposed to, Oh, I'm just going to make products that are anti-aging because we all want to look beautiful. I, a byproduct of what, we do is we do create beauty and that's that's very nice but that's not the guiding inspiration so here's my question what's the difference between when you eat all of those great foods and when you put them on topically or like when you um consume them in like a a pill or capsule what how does your body react differently well, they're, they're in very different processes. Um, obviously, there's the process of digestion in elimination uh, if you're actually ingesting something. Uh, as an aside, like I've been working with and speaking with quite a few holistic nutritionists and, nutri um, and naturopaths, and there's just so many eating strategies these days that actually help you to create clean, clear, glowing skin. And I think that typically we th people who have skin problems feel like they are at the mercy of, of the world. They, they, they think that bad skin is just something that's happening to them. But really, oftentimes, it's, it's what you are doing unconsciously. So you, you can be, you can get great skin results by feeding yourself literally from the inside out to be properly nourished and, and radiant. And then this, the same is true from the outside in. Now, your skin is absorbing ingredients and certain ingredients, like especially essential oils, they go right into your bloodstream and end up in your liver very quickly. So there really is, it's not entirely superficial about just hydrating with oils or waters to just topically affect the outside. Like it, it really does get absorbed by your body and metabolized. I can't, I mean, I, I'm not going to cite any specific studies, but it's, it's, it's a well, we, we can talk about Don't that. Don't you know them at the top of your head? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, it's just so, so much researching and talking to people. Like it's just, there's actually a couple of great books out on that very subject right now. So I wanted to talk about this amazing capsule face scrub mask that you had me test out um, for anyone who's listening and doesn't know um, what it is it's a superfood mask and scrub um, it comes in these little capsules that you then mix with um, you suggested your um, face cleanser but you could also mix it with other substances I think you said like um, honey or avocado um, and it was an amazing experience and oh. I just I'm so fascinated by this product because I think it's so cool I think it's unlike anything else out there um how did you come up with this product in the middle of the night literally <laughs> that's when all the good ideas come <laughs> uh, well that, that's actually a, a reasonably tr a true answer I mean we had been planning it for a while like we wanted to 
and people had been asking us for like a scrub and a mask for a long time. And I just didn't want to recreate the wheel. There are so many great products out there. We just didn't want to do like another clay based mask. There's just too many of them. Right. And, um, but we wanted to do something and, and we just really wanted to create something that would give people radiant glowy skin. And every, so everybody wants a bright face, whether you're young or old or oily or, and so I started researching all of these great superfoods that really help to support your skin. So for example, we use licorice root and that helps promote skin elasticity and flights fights in inflammation and um, vitamin D helps with skin healing and uh, the probiotic blend kills bad bacteria so that the good bacteria can grow. I, I can go through a few more ingredients. Is that relevant yes. and interesting? To yes, you? it is. Uh, okay, because there's like 19 of them, but I'll just, I'll just do some. Um, we use a lot of mushrooms because they're adaptogenic and they're, they're really wonderful at um, balancing things um, and also brightening your skin. Activated charcoal purifies and detoxifies. Matcha green tea is like a super powered antioxidant phytonutrient. It's very soothing as well. Helps with circulation. Chia seed um, speeds up the skin's repair. Uh, we're adding, we are adding in a little bit of uh, BC glacial clay, as in BC as in British Columbia. And even meteorite powder, which is so crazy. I'm so fascinated by yeah. that. You mentioned it when I was in uh, Credo. How, okay, first of all, how the heck do you get that stuff? Like, do you yeah. literally just scrape it off of a meteorite? No, 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 no. We, like, most, uh, <laughs> to tell you the truth, most of the ingredients we use do come from small manufacturers. Um, so we try to work with artisanal people whenever we can. Mm -hmm. The people who make the this for us because we don't produce at home anymore we think it's cleaner um, just better quality assurance if we contract out certain labs to produce for us as long as they follow our guidelines and right. and our formulas we're, we're good with that so um, so anyway we work with a place in Halifax um, and they um, have been able to put us in touch with distributors and manufacturers that we normally wouldn't be able to network with as a really small brand. And so when we heard about this amazing powder, we wanted to get a sample and it's got a really cool texture and consistency. So I think it will really amp up the, the skin brightening, like it will be really good to, um, for, to shed some dead skin cells. And so, the cool thing about working with this lab in Halifax is they make a lot of um, supplements. So I woke up in the middle of the night. This is the middle of the night story because we'd been wrestling with how are we going to package this product? Like, do we put it in a jar or a bottle? But bottles are tricky because then you have to get the powder through right. a small spout. And right. you don't want the powder to separate. You want it to be properly blended so that you don't have all of one superfood in one capsule like all the particles need to be equally distributed so that means it needs to go through a special drum that that like spins so that everything is, is it's it's quite a technical process so i kind of just thought oh my god why don't we put it in capsules like that's the perfect solution it it everything's pre-portioned so right you get the, exactly the right size for your face. All of the ingredients stay really fresh because they're encapsulated and they won't oxidize. It's super easy for traveling. It's not like you're going to drop your precious bottle of scrub or mask and it's not going to spill over all over the floor or just, it just really, it works. And we're pretty proud that as far as we know, there's nobody else doing anything like this. Like, it literally doesn't exist anywhere. Right. It's the um, only one that I've heard of. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, it really works with our mantra of the whole plant-based. Now, a meteorite is not plant-based, but it does come from the earth, which is help helpful. 
Um, so instead of using like broccoli, we're using other superfoods that, um, much like you get in a dispensary or a vitamin store, it's just really, really potent skin nutrition. And what is the capsule made of? It's a vegetable capsule. It's not gelatin. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We're a pretty, um, vegan friendly line. Um, all of our products are cruelty free. So we are leaping bunny certified as well as EWG and skin deep certified, which is, uh, those are big hoops to jump through. There was yeah. a lot of work that we needed to do, um, to go through that ver verification process. And just in terms of animal friendly, um, or, um, our stance against animal cruelty, like the only animal we test on is, is my little dog who you heard barking in the background. And she's, she's a very, um, lucky spoiled dog. She gets shampooed and, um, combed out her hair's <laughs> conditioned and she gets bomb on her paws and it's ridiculous. Um, so we test on ourselves and, um, the, I honestly don't know why big brands have to go through that uh, absolutely horrible testing. As long as you know that your, your formulas are clean and you're not using thing, toxic ingredients like chemical ingredients, it, you know, the chances of somebody having a, a reaction are, are very, very slim. Like anybody can have a reaction to anything. Right. Truth be known. But, um, especially if you take all the parabens and the phthalates and the perfumes out, like you, you keep your ingredient list really clean and simple and plant-based. It, it's, it's much easier for people to read what they're getting. And then we, if we are using essential oils, then we also list what those essential oils are. We don't just say fragrance or parfum, perfume. I think mm -hmm. that's like the direction that a lot of companies are going towards. Maybe not the big ones, but um, and I, I really respect like companies like yours that are, you know, not including all of those, you know, the filler ingredients, mm -hmm. and and also like kind of like masking what's on the ingredient list. Like when you go to your website, it's very clear. Like you have like a tab that says ingredients, and you can mm -hmm. look at literally everything you have in there. Mm -hmm. um, and we're continually updating. Yeah. the information as, as we get it or as we change suppliers. So yeah, it's a live website. We could update some of my pictures now because <laughs> my hair is a little longer than it used to be. But, but in terms of the content on the site, um, yeah, that it's, it's, um, it's, it's constantly changing um, every day as we uh, reformulate and add new products and discontinue if items aren't working well. Now, just, just to clarify, just the, the vegan um, animal issue, uh, the only product really that is not vegan is our putty because we use Manuka honey in it. And that's a cream for re that's really good for red, dry, irritated skin. And Manuka honey is particularly good for supporting skin that, that needs therapeutic healing. And you can really only get this through the Manuka honey. And we don't use a, a huge amount of it. Like if we use too much, your skin would feel sticky because it is a honey. And, and this is a cream, not a, not a mask or a wash-off item. Right. Um, but How is that not vegan? Oh, well, because a bee is, it, it's, it's not, doesn't come from a plant. It comes from, in, well, an insect. So if veganism includes like... Like insect oh, products produced, yeah. yeah. So just because oh. it's not, yeah. And then, actually, I lied. There is there is one more product that also uses um, animal products, and that's our keto cleanse. And there's ghee in the keto cleanse, and I love ghee personally. I think it's it's an incredibly nourishing ingredient. It's been used in Ayurvedic for for centuries, and oddly enough, it's something that's not used in many skincare products you really almost have to go to india to never to even see. heard of it mm -hmm. you, have you you've had ghee like you've eaten it before right it's it's something that's often used in indian food no or yes not that i've heard of no oh okay well it's awesome it's clarified butter 
is what oh. it is. And so you warm it up and then you take the, the milk solids out of the butter and what you're left with is just this rich buttery oil. And we source it from a company in Ontario, which is the province that we're in within Toronto. And it comes from grass-fed cows, um, largely organic. Um, and it's just, it blends so well with the other ingredients in the Keto Cleanse, which is our pre-cleanse makeup remover and grime remover, remover that it is just, um, it takes all the guck and dirt off your face. It, it's not like you're left with a butter face because <laughs> we also have MCT in the formula, which is a very light a derivative of coconut oil, um, which we focus on the carbon chains C8 and C10. So it's, it's super, super light, um, almost dry feeling oil. So that when we blend that with a little bit of ghee, just the texture is super incredible. Um, so if an ingredient is worth it, like, like if it really does a job that we can't get anywhere else, then I will consider using it. And fortunately, it's not like they're killing the cow. This is this is butter um, that's being used. So they're dairy cows. But since the farmers that 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 produce um, this ghee, um, that it's grass-fed cows and organic cows, so we know that the cows are also humanely treated, and that is really important for us so this is this is not something that's a mass-produced product that we would get from or anybody would get from Costco let's just say as an example where certain dairy cows are not treated well um, I would say that's probably more largely in, in the US or abroad um, but there's a lot of artisanal farming here in Canada which is which is great so so anyway so there's the keto cleanse that is not vegan and the only other product that has up until now not been entirely vegan is our aloe milk cleanser because we've been using a little bit of lanolin in that but we're actually going to stop using the lanolin because we've been able to find a plant-based alternative that would um, actually do just as good a job so which is um, what it's it, we're we're it uh, that's top secret I can't I can't oh. share it at the moment because it's just in development but it um, we literally have just a few days ago just discovered it through working with um, one of our partners and so we're just getting samples sent to us now and I think that means that we'll be able to um, reformulate our LMO cleanser and um, put that lovely vegan stamp of approval on it. So we will keep you posted as soon Yay. as we can <laughs> speak, speak a little bit more articulately um, about it, and we need to look at a certificate of analysis and an MSDS sheet. So I'm 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 learning the science after the fact. Um, I didn't learn it when I was a teenager, but in my ripe old age now, I'm I'm I'm. Uh, it's like I'm going back to school every day. <laughs> running a small business, you learn something new every day. It's certainly not boring. I'm fascinated by all the sciencey stuff too, and like I've I mean I haven't studied science in a very long time. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of like learning all of this right now too, but I'm, I'm, I'm so interested in it all. It's really fun. Yeah. And I, I look at this as, um, one of the positive outcomes of my marriage falling apart and getting divorced, which was horrible. Like, I don't think anybody enjoys that process there. There were, there have been some very challenging times for me over the last 10 or so years, but um, without that happening, I wouldn't have been home with my son at night having a glass of Chardonnay and Googling ingredients, right? I probably would have been busy being a wife or who knows. Um, but it, it, it's really this, this time alone as a single parent has really made me think about what I want to do with myself in my life and it sounds like a total cliche and it is but like it's really nice to to think that you can actually do something that's going to make a difference and positively af affect and impact other people and even generations to come so I, I really feel like this is a movement that I'm a part of and it's just going to get better um, so it's yeah and like I said it it's not something that would have been happy if everything had been 
hunky-dory in in the marital home. So do you think that there are ways that bigger companies can start moving towards using more plant-based ingredients? Sure they can. And I think they already are. However, it's the percentages of the products that they're using. Right. And you can, like there's typically, I use the Moroccan hair oil as an example that everybody seems to know. And they typically, the Moroccan hair oil brands will say, oh, organic argan oil. And somebody like my mother will go to Walmart or wherever and buy something that has a label like that on it. And she'll say, look, it says it's got natural organic argan oil in it. It must be good for you, right? But they don't, people like, you know, a certain generation or just it's not even an age thing. They just aren't label readers. And if they did read the label, they would realize that there was such a scant amount of that in the product. Like they're using like probably 0.01% of something that's organic. Um, and the rest of it is generally speaking, a chemical mixture. So that's called greenwashing as, as you may know. Um, and I think that is what separates mainstream companies right now that are starting to use plant-based ingredients. They're using it in a very superficial way. So there's a still, there's probably the occasional exception out there, but generally speaking, that's the difference between what you'd find in our products or my competitors' products um, versus a drugstore mainstream or even Sephora brand. Well, and I think a lot of, um, when I was doing some research, I, I came across a lot of um, brands getting heat for claiming that they were using plant-based ingredients and claiming that they were using superfoods, but all of it being more of like a marketing scheme and, mm -hmm. um, you know, having that, you know, like plant on the label or super, super food on the right. label. Um, but that's not how your, you know, your skin line is. And, um, look, I, I have it pulled up right now. The ingredients on your, um, like your mask and scrub capsules and it's, mm -hmm. you go right into, you know, like white willow bark, matcha mm -hmm. green tea, chia seed. Those mm -hmm. are like at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. And I think most of the like big name companies would have, you know, like water, alcohol, right. um, yeah. fillers like that. Exactly. I didn't realize that matcha green tea was so high on that list. Mm -hmm. Is that like the most effective ingredient? Um, no, I they all have their place. They, they work really quite synergistically together. But yeah, no, it's like, it's really in there. Um, yeah. And it's good. And the, as I said, it's going to get even better when we add the glacial clay and and the um, other items so they um you could you could swallow it <laughs> that's crazy i mean it wouldn't taste good probably no <laughs> not really um uh and uh, you could swallow the current formula with the meteorite i would probably suggest not, not but, yeah <laughs> um but other than that yeah like certainly with formulas like our green cream and our hair smoothie like the, it it really reads like you know, broccoli, avocado, like a aloe, real smoothie, lemon, coconut, parsley, sage, rosemary, thyme. Like, God. Um, sometimes people get a little bit confused now that we're writing our ingredient list a diff bit differently. So, we do need to use an emulsifier, like a, a vegetable-based emulsifier. And there's technical names that we need to use in the inky, which you know what inky names are. That that's like the technical Latin name. Mm -hmm. And so we've had to break them down. So instead of saying a vegetable wax base, we can't say that. We have to use the individual items. Um, and so they, some of them sound a little bit scary, and so, but they're not. Like if you look them up on Skin Deep, you'll realize that they actually are a derivative of things you can eat. So we feel good about using them. And the same is true for our preservative system. Um, it's, um, it, it goes traces back to a real living thing. Um, but it doesn't sound pretty on paper. 
uh, nonetheless, people can recognize the important actives, like it depends on the ingredients, the product, whether it's broccoli, aloe, avocado, cacao, you name it. There's, there's always a food story in every product. Do you have to use a lot of preservatives in your products to make sure that they stay fresh? Is that something that because you're using the plant-based ingredients that, that's necessary? We do need to use preservatives and I think it's scary if people don't actually um, because the last thing you want is mold growing in your products. So I think that some people just say that the the product has to be used very quickly or it needs to be refrigerated. There are some premium brands that do do that. But I think people need to be able to keep a bottle in their bathroom and not have it go bad. So um, it depends on the product, but our products can generally last up to 18 months. So that that's a great shelf life for yeah, a thoroughly is. natural product. You almost wouldn't want it to be any longer than that because if it doesn't go bad after four years, you got to wonder what's in it. And, <laughs> and you don't want a product that a, a cream that you're paying a lot of money for. I mean, not that our prices are unreasonable, but think about other brands that have been sitting in a warehouse in Hong Kong or a distribution center. That just doesn't, that's, that's starting to sound like packaged processed food for me as opposed to something that's fresh. Right. Yeah. So, um, so yes, we, so preservatives are important. Um, but it's not that easy to find preservatives. Like we looked long and hard and had to work with an expert distributor to find an, uh, an actual um, preservative that met our standards in terms of cleanness, but also its ability to minimize um, gro bacterial growth. Well, and I also feel like if I have something that I have to put in the fridge, like a, f a fresh face mask that I have to actually keep in the fridge to maintain, I'm mm -hmm. not going to remember to go back into my fridge mm -hmm. and use it. And then it's just going to go to waste. Exactly. Yeah. So I know I keep things in the fridge all the time. And then, but you know, I live up, I live in this old skinny house. So I'm up on the third floor and then the refrigerator's in my kitchen on the first floor. And I'm like, oh, I'm too, I'm too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, although I am known to walk around with avocado smeared all over my face and I've scared the mailman quite a few times by answering the door with like a matcha mask. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, yeah. So I know this is going to sound like picking a favorite child, but if you had to pick one of the ingredients that you use, one of the, one of the um, like plant-based ingredients or one of the superfoods, mm. which would be your favorite? Oh my gosh, it is so hard for me. I know you asked me to think about this. It it is because it, it is. is. It's like picking a child, like a favorite yeah, child. Yeah, yeah. It's it really um, it does really depend. Um, Turmeric's getting a lot of airplay these days, it so is. I kind of just sound like I'm just repeating what's out there. But I I do really love turmeric, and that is in our serum, and. The reason why I love turmeric is for its anti-inflammatory abilities. Um, it's it's quite powerful in its ability to soothe inflamed skin, and it's also great when you take it internally. Because um, so that's a great strategy. I also personally consume a lot of medicinal mushrooms. I'm not talking about the ones that make you high. Uh, so, sorry to just, I, I, I know I was, I was talking to some teenagers and they're like, oh my God, you do mushrooms? Naturally. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shrooms, man. And, um, but we, we, um, we have a lot of forests up here and I, I met somebody who's actually like a mushroom harvester like he's like indiana jones for mushrooms that's so cool his his, his nickname is a fungi fungi you <laughs> get it yeah, fungi fungi and we have gone trekking with him and we have harvested the most amazing mushrooms that i never would have 
noticed before. So like chaga mushrooms, reishi mushrooms, those are ones that grow typically in northern Ontario. So I love those to drink. They're so incredible for your immune system and balancing inflammation. But we also use them in our products. So that's something that you'll also find in the superfood um, mask and scrub as do well. They, do the different mushrooms do different things or are they all pretty similar? I, I think they all boost your immunity for sure. But then, yeah, certain certain ones do different things. Like the shiitake mushroom is really known as the beauty mushroom. But there's cordyceps and lion's mane and, oh my God, there's tons of them. I, I, I think that's a real, I think mushrooms are going to go crazy big in terms of skincare brands. I, I shouldn't say it out loud. I, uh, I'll jinx it. But just like probiotics have been huge. Like it, that's all the rage these days. Um, so we use probiotics, as you mentioned, in the mask scrub, but we also have it in our berry rich. And now whole lines are being built around probiotics just alone. So I, I can go on, but... <laughs> I, I, I wanted I wanted to try to be specific and, and, and choose a couple. It's like for, Sophie's choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really quickly, I wanted to ask just a few more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that um, when I was doing research, a lot of stuff that I was I was seeing was that um, superfoods in in beauty products have gotten kind of. Um, a bad rep because uh, people think that there's it's unrealistic to expect that such a small range of foods can improve our well-being so mm. greatly. Mm. What's your opinion on that? Well, I think it depends what you're using um, and how, where you're getting it from. So you can get crappy watered-down versions. It's like going to get a matcha latte at Starbucks, like it's all sugar, (laughs) (laughs) right? Water, sugar, homogenized milk. And there's like a speck of matcha that just makes it green. Right. (laughs) So, you know, you're not, (laughs) yeah, you're not really getting a lot of superfoods. Like don't expect to get healthy off of, off of that. So it, it really depends what you're using and how you're using. But I think matcha is a perfect example. Like it's so potent. Like literally a few specks of it will make something green and um, used topically, like it, it really sinks, it sinks in. It's, it's so concentrated. Um, and there's, there's just been a lot of studies. Just, it's a, there, as you probably know, like matcha is like ground up baby green tea leaves. So there's already a lot of research on the benefits of, of green tea. So, matcha is green tea on steroids right so a lot of it is there's a lot of scientific research out there about the bioavailability of certain superfoods so how do you make sure that you're getting the right kind you know well that's where it's really helpful to work with experts so we we have a chemist that we have a couple different people who we work with um, our main manufacturer is Mississauga based, which is a suburb of Toronto. And so there's a cosmetics chemist on staff. And then there's also people who sell us ingredients. Sometimes we go to farmers and then sometimes, you know, people do knock on our door and they can source things that we wouldn't necessarily be able to on, on our own, but they also have scientists and engineers and chemists on staff. So it's, we, we're very lucky to have these resources at our fingertips that we, I wouldn't have had five years ago when I was first starting to do this on a, a much larger scale. Like it's, it's really only been in the last couple of years that we've been able to um, really work with people who know what they're talking about from a science point of view. Um, and the, the, it sounds a bit woo, but the universe has been really good to me. There's certainly been some challenging things in my life, but it's been wonderful to just even the person who allowed us to manufacture um, and to take our production outside of my kitchen a couple of years ago. That was a huge, huge step because 
it was just, it's, I don't think it's ever good to manufacture in your own home. I, I think that a lot of people start that way, but if you're actually going to make a go of it, you, you, yeah, you want to keep things separate and clean. Right. All the mm-hmm. safety and, and cleanliness. Yeah. 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 Um, so besides the meteorite powder and, and the, the new ingredients going into the mask and scrub, do you have anything new that's coming out soon product wise? We, we, oh, we have so many things on the go. Where do I start? I just wish I could do that all day. That is what makes me happiest. But I'm having to do a few other things, like running a business, like, oh, accounting, right, <laughs> operations. There's so much that goes into service, it. Shipping. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, life, is, life is busy. Yeah, we're, um, we're adding some great new ingredients in. So we're, we're formulating a few products. So we'll be adding kale into something in, in, the, in the near future. Chia, um, chia oil, maca. Um, such an inchy. Um, we're even going to be using some beautiful crystals to activate a product. So, a new serum that we will be um, coming up with will probably have like even. I'm not. I can't, I can't promise that it will be an opal, but opals are my birthstone, and I just think energetically. Also, some products are activated by minerals, and I think that will be really, really beautiful. So, even though we'll be coming up with some base, more basic items like a cream shampoo and um, maybe a candle or something like that because we're working on a hotel program, like an amenity program, and that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also be coming up with some more niche premium skincare items for the, the face and, and the eyes. So. Yeah, I, I just can't. I just, we've got to go and meet with actually a gem person. I'm so excited. That is and then, so cool. Yeah, so when you're finished your bottle, then you'll have a beautiful little crystal. That is so keep. cool. Mm-hmm. So it'll be um, inside? It will be inside the bottle, yeah. And so when you shake it, I, I, I'm, I my colleagues would be so mad at me. They'd be like, that is, that's top secret. That's not what you put on in a podcast. <laughs> um but yeah so we just i i've i've worked with a a shaman for a while and just the energetic spiritual side of of the practice which also takes me back to yoga is is important so i've long wanted to work with like an actual gem gemstone and minerals as well that is so cool that's Mm -hmm. something that's totally unheard of um some people are using crystals and products um but more that they've um, actually let the waters sit right. and marinate so that the the product itself, like the actual liquid or whatever it is that they're making, takes on the like the qualities it's a, of the rock. Um, but I think I think it's sort of nice. If you're gonna buy something for sixty dollars or if we're actually putting a real gemstone, it you know it might be a little bit more than sixty dollars. So it would be more of a specialized purchase, but it's nice you have something to take right, home, like and keep on your altar, or and you put in your pocket, or just like I I carry things like that around with me all the time. Well, that's all that I had to ask. Um, is there anything you'd like to add? No. F- well, follow us on social media. <laughs> yes, it's all great in skincare. Is that correct? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, and we've just um, um, we've just launched a dedicated site in the U.S. because that was always a, a point of confusion, like Canadian dollars versus U.S. dollars. So now it will be so much easier for people in the U.S. and just it's just all straightforward now. So this is coming at a good time, and we we hope to be expanding into the U.K. as well. Ooh, that's exciting! Yeah. yeah. It was so fun to talk to you and learn mm-hmm. all about you know all the plant-based foods that you work with and um, and ingredients and superfoods and all that. It's really fun. I'm so interested in all of it. Thanks. It's my pleasure. Just, you know, I, <laughs> I can talk about myself all, all day long. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for giving me that opportunity. <laughs> so that was our episode on superfoods. Thank you so much for listening. As always, this episode was produced by Jorge Estrada. And if you would like, 
and I would love if you would leave us a review and rate us on iTunes. You can follow us at Speckled Blog on Instagram and Facebook, and you can also check out our blog at www.speckled.blog. Did you love us? Did you like this episode? Do you have comments, questions, concerns? If you do, email us at speckledblog at gmail.com. We'll see you in another episode very, very soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.